Hello and welcome to the podcast, Love, Life and Loss. My name is Louisa and I am your host. This week you hear a story of a young lady when she found herself in a difficult situation, not knowing what to do. Some people may find this episode upsetting as we talk about abortion or induced miscarriage as I prefer to call it. On this podcast, we talk about baby loss from every perspective with no judgment, because whether we had a choice or not, the impact is real. Please listen as this young lady opens up and lets us in, as she talks about having to make that difficult decision and the journey she went on. In this episode, you will hear the raw, honest truth of what it was like to have to have an induced miscarriage. Although there was an element of choice in there, she still grieved for her baby. The world is not black and white and there are grey areas in between, and this is definitely one of those stories. Listen as we talk about the physical and emotional impact an induced miscarriage can have and the options available. I want to thank this young lady for allowing herself to be so vulnerable. I know it took a lot of courage for her to share her story, and I hope you will all take something away from this as I think it is a powerful story, and there is a lot of us who have found ourselves in similar situations, not knowing what to do. I hope this episode can help you make a better informed decision. So please join us. Hello and welcome to the podcast Love, Life and Loss. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this today. So would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself today? Hi, I'm 22. I'm currently a student um, as well as still working. I'm studying science and I hope to go to uni one day and become a dentist. Ah, very good. So you've come on today to tell your story and thank you again for agreeing to do this. Yeah. How does your story start? What's your beginning? I think my story starts with firstly from my first pregnancy. The only one that I've had actually as well. Okay. That was last year. It was actually this time last year. Ah, okay. Um, so I felt pregnant September last year. No, yeah, the end of September last year. When I found out, I was quite shocked. Like, shocked. Because I just, this never happened to me before. I think I was quite, I could, I was one of them just, like, I was doubting that it could happen to me. Like, oh, it would never happen. Okay, yeah. How old was you? Twenty one then. Yeah, twenty one. Okay, so you're still very young as well. So yeah. yeah, it wasn't with someone that I was seeing for a long time either. So it wasn't yeah. planned. It was not planned. Yeah, as a shock to everyone, like me, friends, family, the other person as well. So tell us how that how that came about. Then how did you end up in that situation? I started seeing somebody just in the summer. Just met them in summer. We were just hanging around. Like, no one knew. So it was just... My only my friend knew. So it was just... We were just having fun in the summer. Very low-key. Low-key, yeah. Yeah, we just had too much fun. We did speak about it beforehand. And we said, like, do you think this could happen? I was just like, no, I don't think. Because it only... um The thing that happened between them only happened, like, once or twice. Okay. So at that time, I was like, I'll be all right. Like, it should be fine. The time is that it happened... I cut my calculations. I thought I'll be all right. Okay. Um, Anyone listening that doesn't work in real life, <laughs> as we no, can see, <laughs> no. <laughs> the body clock has literally no timing. Um, yeah, my calculations were wrong. I went away for a few days, just went on a weekend. It was fine. Had no clue. Was just 
doing what younger does, chilling with her friends, obviously going out. And then it was literally exactly a month after my period. So September, I remember the date exactly. It was September the 12th. It was my first, well, my last period. And then the 12th of October was when I was due. Okay. And my body is like an exact, like I know my body to the T. So as soon as that day came, I knew I was just like, yeah, my period is, I've had no sign, no period cramp, no nothing. And I just knew, so I took a test and it was a faint, faint line. And I showed my friend who I was staying with at the time and she has a baby already. She's going to be two in January. And she was just like, no, you need to go get a proper test and check. And then that's what I did. And how did you feel then when you um when you saw those lines? I felt more like I felt happy because I was like, this has never happened to me before. Obviously, it sounds morbid, but there's sometimes you can think like, what if? Because I've always thought like, what if I can't have kids? Because I've never like obviously I've been irresponsible before, but it's never caught up and happened. So that one time I was like, okay, I'm pregnant, so it can happen. So I felt happy, but I was just like. What's everyone else going to say? That's if I'm going to tell anyone else. That's if I'm going to carry on. And it was just a lot to think about then. A lot of pressure. Yeah. A lot of pressure. Okay. So what did you do then? I went and took a test and I told the guy straight away. Straight away. I couldn't hold it in because I just felt like, obviously I told my friend and she was fine. She was just just like, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? And then I was like, I don't know because I can't. For me, I couldn't make a decision without knowing what they how they feel as well because they obviously are a part of it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's been actually very responsible of you to yeah. do that because uh, lots of people in your situation might think that they sh- shouldn't do that or not want to do that. Yeah. So it's very responsible, and I can't imagine it was an easy conversation to have. No, so I was obviously contemplating like if I'm gonna how I'm gonna say it to them. I thought they should know it's like I'm not like that. Well, I think oh, it's just my decision. I'm just doing what I want. So I told them. They didn't really react how I thought they would react. Okay, let me just ask, yeah. how did you think they were going to react? I don't know. I actually don't know, but it was just like, I don't know if it's because they already have children. I don't know if it's because like, it's not nothing spectacular to them. Like, to no, me, it's my first, fair. Yeah, yeah, to me, it was my first time. Like, and they were a little, they were, um, a little bit older than me as well. So I don't know if it was my age that played into it and my first time. But they were cool about it. They were just like... Children are blessed at the end of the day. I'm not going to put a down on the situation because at the end of the day, it's a child and whatever you decide is whatever you decide. That's really nice. Yeah. I didn't know how to take it at first, obviously, because it's like, why are you not telling me this or why are you not telling me that? Like, why are you leaving it to me? But I felt good that I had control and I wasn't being made to feel like I had to do this or I had to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, so you had that conversation with him. He took it better than he thought he would, which yeah. is really nice and refreshing to hear, actually. Mm-hmm. And well done for having that conversation as well. And then what happened after that? So you said you felt in control. Was that, you say it was a good thing? Was it a good thing? Was it a bad thing? Um, it was a good thing because I think I was more worried about what everyone else would feel like okay. about my situation more than what I actually felt. So if I had control, I would be able to control what, not what people would feel because... They feel what they feel, yeah. but how it would come out. So, like, if I didn't tell anybody and I just dealt with it myself, I wouldn't know how they feel. Okay. You know what I mean? So I felt mm-hmm. good for them, like, okay, I can just keep it to myself and deal with it, or I could slowly but surely, like, ease them into it or make hints. But, yeah, it was still... It was a lot. It was a lot. But having all that control was... 
the responsibility yeah even though it's just like still my body is still it's still insane to make that decision to even have the option to make the decision because mm-hmm. some people don't oh yeah and it well, and yeah and it, it's parenting mm-hmm. it's parenting for you yeah having to make those mm-hmm. big choices yeah, it was scary because I was just thinking, if that's like, that's a question, so I've got to make a choice. Um, depending on what choice I make, am I the bad person in either situation? Am I the bad person for choosing not to carry on in regards to the baby? Mm-hmm. Uh, a bad person for carrying on and then having to pause my life and then pick up after and then feel guilty or feel like it's a burden. Am I a bad person for getting pregnant for a guy that I don't really feel like we're committed to each other in that way? Because, you know, you know each other very well. Oh, no, I have lost my family on the thing. I'm going to be Like, so many things. So many things. But then I have to always resort back to it's me and it's my decision, mm-hmm. my body, my baby. Yeah. You had a lot a lot to take in then and a lot to consider. Mm-hmm. So what did you do then? How did, how did you make those make your choices? How did you decide what to do? I just spoke to my friend, obviously she had a baby at the time who was under one. She was premature also, so she um, was not behind, but there was some things she obviously needed extra care with. She was perfectly fine, but she was like, you can see how hard it is. Like, Mm. you stay with me, you can see how hard it is. She didn't have the baby's dad around, so she was like, I rely on you also to help me. So I mean, like she was like, just imagine how that would be like. Consider who's gonna help you, who's gonna be there. Is this guy gonna be there for sure? Like mm-hmm. if you turn around and say to him, yeah, you wanna go ahead. Do you know that he's actually gonna be around? Like he also he has children, but how many children do they have? He has children. Oh, okay, a few children. <laughs> <laughs> but they were all for the same person. Okay. So I don't know if that makes that's a plus, but I don't know if that is at the same time, but. And he was a bit older than me, as I said, so he had a couple of years on me to do what he was doing. And obviously I was, in my period, I wasn't really focused on just going out and doing that type of fun and being, I wouldn't say irresponsible at least, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I was yeah, just, yeah. yeah, just a lot of things to consider. So I just considered what my life was going to be like, like what change would happen, where I want it to be, if I mm-hmm. could do that while being pregnant, while bringing up a baby, a child, where we're going to go and stay, because at the moment I was staying with my friend. Like, everything would have had to change. Everything would have had to change. So I had to weigh up a lot of pros and cons. Okay. And did you speak to anybody else? Yeah, I spoke to my auntie, who me and her quite close. And I didn't intend on telling her, but I said one thing, and she's a woman, she's a nurse, so she just literally was like, hold on. <laughs> and I don't know if anyone else... She said it was really common, but you know when you get the metallic taste in your mouth? Mm. So I literally was like, I've got this nasty taste in my mouth. I just said it, like, because it was just bugging me all day. And I knew what it, why it was. And she turned around, she was like to me, you're pregnant. And I was like, hold on, <laughs> no, I'm not. And she was like, yeah, either you've got this or this. And I'm sure you do not have this. And then I was like, okay. So I spoke to her, told her, and she was fine. Like, she was perfectly fine. She was just like, okay, she didn't even ask me, like, what I'm going to do. Okay, and then that was like the shocking bit as well. Cause it was like she's just automatically thinking that I'm just gonna carry on because it's what people do. Yeah. It's my child, you know. What I mean, things happen. It did make me feel better because then obviously going from my friend asking me what I want to do, this guy giving me a choice, saying it's your choice, and then her just saying, "Okay, cool." Like she's talking about, "Oh my god, maybe your birth partner." 
Kim Ji Jin. So okay. like she was prepared. Like she was so okay. She took it to another extreme and I was only like four weeks. How so did that make you feel? It, it was exciting because I was like, oh my god, like I've got something like not on my side because I still don't know what to do, but like she would be on my side yeah. with any decision I made. So it made me feel good. But then it made me feel like I'm still early like I don't know what what goes on I don't know what happens I don't know if I'm gonna carry on if I'm gonna last this that long what what really could happen because I know people don't they say like don't say anything until you're like 12 weeks yeah the old yeah, wife's like, so yeah so I was like I just told her I'm like to be telling her should I like to keep it to myself so it was just a lot to think about it was a lot but I still felt content like when I would go back and I'll just sit with myself like, at night time I just think like I still feel like I feel nice, I feel content, and I feel happy because it was just me. Like I felt, I don't know, like it really made me feel really like a woman for the first time. I felt like so feminine. I don't know what it was that just made me feel so happy that it was just like, okay, I'm a woman. This is not all I'm meant to be here for, but this is one of the things mm-hmm. in life that only women can do. Yeah, and what your just, body's made for. Yeah, just the thought that made me feel really happy and content okay so then what did you do after that then so you've got so you've got every possibility basically mm-hmm. facing you so you, you've got the dad who's just like choice is yours you've got the auntie who's planning to be a birthing partner and then you've got the friend who's like look how hard this is yeah like come on like she's, she was here for it but she was just like still just weigh up your options it's not easy yeah um she was in the that, storm though she was in yeah, the middle of the storm she was in the middle so she was just <laughs> she, was, she was feeling everything I would I would really help her out a lot as well because me and her are friends for many years and we've just like rekindled the friendship when um she already had her baby. Okay. And I felt like a connection with her baby now, then I was the same with her. And I saw how difficult it was, but I also enjoyed it. Yeah. But it wasn't my baby as yeah. well. So that's where the difference comes out. I mm-hmm. could do what I want with her, feed her, play with her, change her, bath her, and at the end of the day, I'll still be able to give her back. Yes. But with a baby that's yours you can't just do that with you you can't pick and choose and that's what made me come to my decision and be like yeah you can't just be like oh one day I want to go out oh, I've got a baby here yeah. that I can't and I don't like asking people for anything especially when I made a decision to do something myself mm. so like I'm not going to rely on someone to look after my baby because I want to do this and I want to live life or even yeah, simply like studying although it's a good thing and I could use it for something good education get a job it's still not something I should feel obliged to someone to take up for I put for myself very responsible actually yeah so I sat on it for a while it felt like a while but I also felt like my time was running out I felt like time was ticking because mm. like, I had the choice I was like okay if I'm gonna get have an abortion what's my options like how long have I got what do they do obviously because like, you don't always know until you actually have a look and you research so I obviously mm-hmm. I knew that you can take a pill and you can have an abortion but I didn't know that it was six pills that you take I didn't know that either yeah or like when you have a surgical abortion there's two different types they can either do the vacuum mm. or they can do whatever sort of a surgery they have so it was kind of like um a shock when I looked up my options and I was like okay so this is also a big step to take to then 
go the other way mm. either I can carry on and just ignore every other um choice I have and just carry on as nature's like nature's course or I can alter the course but also make a big big step and yeah I just had to keep weighing on my options from there what was it like what do, do you remember how you felt when you first found out what the options were and how how it was done when I first found out at the time we were pregnant I was like whoa because I always thought before like oh I wouldn't have an abortion if I got pregnant I got pregnant and then when I actually happened um down to the circumstances it gave me a reaction and I was like okay this is why I have a choice and I'm grateful for this choice as well but look at the options it just was like it was scary because just reading like a medical procedure that's gonna get rid of something that's meant to be yours forever mm-hmm. just like that it's just crazy how the world's like changed you can just do things it was just yeah it was overwhelming it was really overwhelming, but the obviously I was still quite early, so I had time, but I was still in two minds. I was in two minds. I didn't know whether I wanted to carry on or whether I wanted to carry on as my life before the kind of couple of the weeks started. And did you speak to anybody else once you'd got that information, once you was a bit more informed? Did you speak to anybody else to help you with your decision or did you make that by yourself? I spoke to a few more people, actually. I spoke to my dad and my grandma. So okay. They are... Dad, how did your dad take it then? Yeah. I mean, dad's normally a bit protective over their daughters. So, yeah, so um, I spoke to, obviously, that's so my auntie I spoke to, that's my dad's sister. And she kind of encouraged me to speak to him at the same time because I think from how she looked at me, she, in my head, thought, and well, she thought she knew that I wanted to carry on. Because she said she could see that I did. Like, the way I talk, that I was... I was up for it basically okay. so she was like if you're considering this you need to speak to your dad to tell him obviously you can wait but she was like if you want me to do it then well she's like i feel like if this is what you want to do prepare yourself for telling him she's yeah like, i mean it's better so sooner rather than later because if you tell him later and he gives you a bad reaction you're going to feel worse because of how far you are yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so i was like okay so I told my grandma first. She just laughed. She actually just laughed. She lives, she doesn't even live in England. She's just a little West Indian woman. So she just laughed and she was like, oh my God, like, I can't believe it. First great grand. She was excited. So I was like, okay, everyone's showing me mixed yeah. what is going on. And I'm the first child, first daughter, first granddaughter, first niece, cousin. So when she had that, she was really excited. She was like, I'm going to live to see my first great grand oh that's great my dad he didn't take it very well <laughs> I mean I'm waiting to hear what the reaction was going to be to be honest yeah he didn't take it very well he literally was just like okay so when I tell my dad I want to tell him something he will literally go into like dad mode he's just listening and he's not saying anything until the end we're like okay I'm going to give my opinion now so I told him what happened like oh I'm pregnant not that far he asked me who the guy is how long I know for I explained the situation and he wasn't happy because he said like what are you doing like are you really thinking about what you're doing yeah putting yourself in that situation in the first place yeah he was like like what's going on like come on he was like you can do your thing and have your fun but at the end of the day think about your everyone has a consequence Mm -hmm. everyone has a consequence and he was like 
obviously this was over like a couple of days of me and him talking on and off but all in one he was basically like at the end of the day you're my child and as much as this will be my grandchild I have to put your needs first you're not where you want to be you're not where you want to be working you're not where you want to be living what you want to be doing all this stuff take that into consideration before you make this choice because it's hard he said look at me look at what I had to do what I went through bringing you up from the age of 19 18 and he was like it was hard yeah you're 22 and you can make your own decisions but is this guy gonna be there for you and where's the commitment and your dad been pretty present in your life yeah. most of the time and that's you know and and your mum was your mum young mm-hmm. as well so they yeah. were both young parents but yeah. they co-parented yeah. the whole way through yeah they did so obviously he wasn't in the house all the time but he was there I knew who my dad was knew who his family was he was there he was active he was just trying to say like not everyone's like that mm. and, very true yeah and even down to like my auntie her husband she'd been married to him for what, 21 years they've had their kids together but not everyone's like that and even he said that to me and his daughter who now has a baby he's a year younger than me he's just like not everyone's like me and they're gonna stick around regardless for anything not everyone's gonna do that not every man's gonna do that not every dad's gonna do that so yeah I took what my dad was saying into consideration because I was because it was a shock as well I was like yeah do I really want to do this I still have an option I yeah. can come back to this later I don't need to feel like time's drying out I can have a one if I want I can set up the situation differently someone actually is committed to me beforehand mm. that actually knows me you can do this first time with somebody this person's already done it with somebody for the yeah. first time do you know what I mean like not that that disregards anything like people can get together so they have kids and they have kids or whatever but I was sort of like because I have the option and due to the circumstances which I'm grateful for now and I just say that it was a decision I had to consider with everyone's opinion involved everyone's opinion and that is what led me to make the decision it sounds like you had a lot of informed opinions they don't they doesn't sound too judgy they were just let making you open your eyes and look at everything and look at all the options and that is uh, that is what everybody though has to do, I think, when they first find out that they're pregnant, especially if you're quite young and, and you're not in a relationship, yeah, a serious relationship, yeah. and you, yeah, you're not planning for it. And, you know, even when you're planning for a baby, yeah, it's, scary it's scary when it happens. Yeah. So um, so you had all this information there. So you've spoken to everybody. What your mum? I spoke to your mum. So I didn't speak to my mum because, just because of the situation, I was just kind of like, I don't know how she would react. And I can tell mum everything, but that simple thing, because of how my dad took it as well, I didn't, not that I didn't have any intention of not telling her, it was just at that time, I was like, this is a lot. Yeah, It was yeah. a lot, like, it was very overwhelming. And then I think my dad was just getting impatient as well. He did not want to know who it was. He, he didn't want to know? No, because okay. in his head he was like, yeah, she's not going to do it. He didn't want to know. He was like, don't even tie me to that. Don't we have that in, like... Okay, okay. So, because he was asking things like, do you know this guy's medical history? And what if your child comes out with one finger missing? And he was like, simple, <laughs> but like, not even simple, but just crazy. things. I'm like, who <laughs> thinks about those things? No wonder why you felt overwhelmed. But however, yeah. though, your dad has a point. 
because when you you know during pregnancy you do get asked questions about your yeah. medical history and things like that and, and the partner's medical history and there's there are some things that are genetic mm. that you do need to know about yeah so obviously when he was saying that, i was just like this sounds so silly like <laughs> but then like, i thought i was like it's kind of true like yeah like if they are they prone to sickle cell they got the sickle cell gene yeah or things like that that's what it, for somebody of color that's somebody a question that you always asked yeah yeah, so I did take what he was saying into consideration. I didn't tell my mum at the time. But as I said, I was still coming in and out of two minds. So then I spoke to my dad and then I was like, okay, I feel like this is the decision I'm going to make because just I need options open. And I feel like if I carry on, my options are going to be limited for a period of time until this baby is an adult and can do what they want to do. Mm. I spoke to his um, wife, so my stepmom. She just spoke to me just about having an abortion and that it's okay. Women do it. She's had one. I'm sure a lot of women in my family have had one. And they're still fine. Like, you can still carry on and do what you're doing, which I appreciated. But at the same time, it was a lot. Like, they didn't consider my feelings. They didn't actually ask me what I want. The only person that did was my auntie. Oh really? Yes, yeah. and my grandma and my dad just was like, "I think you should do this." Your so dad he, went into dad mode. Yeah, so he didn't really care about what do you want. He said, "I think you should do this," and yeah. that's what I think. And then my stepmom obviously caused by my dad. She was as well on the oh, well, this is to cons- like consider it because you have more options. I want to see you do this and this before you like trying to lay a foundation for family blah blah blah. Like, I want to see you establish yourself before you focus on everyone else other people even babies at the end of the day like I had goals I didn't reach the goals yet so she was like I know you've got them goals and just think about how you're going to try and do them with a baby like mm-hmm. if you're already taking small steps of the goals imagine how small the steps are going to be with a baby which again hard to take considering I'm literally with the baby so yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not just a hypothetical that I had to really consider so I started looking into the abortion procedures read, read everything about it read every UK page NHS BPAS everything to like get my head wrapped all around it then I read about pregnancy and what happens during pregnancy how your weeks um, come and go like what happens during the week mm-hmm. all your appointments that you go to everything I read literally everything back to front so you could be a midwife now <laughs> I could be a midwife but I just had to know because I had to really weigh this up because I felt like it wasn't just me I was choosing for yeah because there's a baby that has no clue what's going on although it's not there doesn't have so many developed things mm-hmm. but there's a heartbeat there there's still something there that is being made as we speak. Every yeah. day, hormones are producing more and more and more. So it was hard. It was hard. It wasn't just me I was considering. And therefore, I have to make the decision. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, isn't it? You're not prepared for it. So, um, but it sounds like you you literally couldn't have done any more than what you did. You, you considered everything. You looked into everything. You made sure you was informed. So when you made that decision, I hope that you're confident and you're happy in your decision and you don't have any regrets because it sounds like 
that you'd done everything beforehand to prepare yourself yeah. to make that decision? Um, I don't have regrets, but I struggled after so um so let's rewind a minute though. Yeah. So so you've had this conversation with parts of your family yeah. and your stepmom's telling you about abortions. Mm-hmm. So what happened after that? So after that, didn't really speak to anyone. Was staying with my friends and my auntie was just going back and forth. I Too sofa surfing at the time, really. Yeah. Yeah, because I just moved back to like my hometown. Okay. Um, so I'm just finding my feet, trying to find like um, I did apply for housing, but obviously, yeah, it takes really long. Yeah, yeah. That's why I applied for where I am now. So I was using that as a base. My dad would call me and speak as kind of how I am. Um, I wasn't feeling that sick, like physically. Like I would, I was eating a little bit. I wasn't feeling to eat food a lot. Okay. Specific things I would eat. Some things I would eat and be like, "What the heck is that?" <laughs> like, like, it was so weird to me as well because it was just. Like, you just hear about it and actually yeah. being pregnant and then feeling I want to eat this or yeah, you want to eat loads of this. And after you eat loads of it, you're like, oh my God, I feel really sick. I can yeah. throw it up. You're like, but it tasted really nice. Like, <laughs> it was just really crazy to, to experience all that. And I actually really enjoyed being pregnant. For the small time that it was, it was like around two months, just over two months. I enjoyed it. But so after I spoke to everyone, took in their opinions, sat on them like for every single day what I'm gonna do. I did contact BPAS, um what British pregnancy something service, I'm not sure. Have you heard of them before? No, I haven't, I don't think. Yeah, BPAS. Um I'm not sure who recommended me to them, but I know they deal with like abortions and just pregnancy overall. Okay. Um so I spoke to them and they gave my options. They said when I gave them my like history etc from how long I am my last period everything else they suggest that I could have the medical abortion which is taking tablets okay I said I wouldn't need to come into the clinic to have the abortion but I would need to come in for um just a scan to see if everything's okay yeah going in the right place just so like there'll be no complications with the abortion and then after that they can just send and post the pills so you can do everything at home okay so I've done that. I just went through it. I just said, okay, I'm still weighing our options, but I would like to go ahead because I don't want to waste time. I want time to carry on. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to do this last minute. So they organised that for me. I went to a scan. Everything was fine. So all the pain and stuff, like little belly, I thought I was getting was yeah. just normal. Did you see the baby? Yeah, it was just like a little tiny, tiny dot. dot. Yeah. Like, it was so tiny, just one. How did you feel then? Um... It felt really scary. So I'd even think she was like, We're gonna see if we can do on the outside of my tummy and see how much we can see if not we might have to do inside. Okay. As I was trying to I was able to see, but it was literally just little tiny, tiny, tiny. And I was actually earlier than I thought I was. Okay. I was earlier than I thought I was. Everything was fine. Still just taking it in and still like going back and forth and thinking, What am I gonna do? This is this is scary. Like, this is really my life. This is mm. what's going on. Did it make it more real? See? Way more real. And then, and the, they were so nice at the um the place as well. They were really nice. The person on the phone was nice. Just said, like, there's nothing to worry about. It's fine. It's your decision. If you want to back out, you can. We um, 
have like counselling as well for after. Okay, good. The last was fine. What's it? Sorry, what's his service called again for anyone listening? Uh, so it's B H no B P A S, I think. B Pass. B Pass. Yeah. Okay. I think I'll go for They sound quite good. Yeah, they are good. And um so we've done all that, spoke to my family again, just told them what's going on. And my auntie just kept asking me, like, Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? And I was just like, I don't know. Like, I honestly just don't know. Like, but this is what my dad's pushing for as well, which did influence me. But I was like, at the end of the day, I'm just weighing up options. Like, I'm still on two minds. And she was like, well, you just need to not act quickly. Like, your time's not running out. You have options for a period of time. But to make it less invasive on yourself. Yeah. Try and, yeah. Try and, gee, look, come on, just make a decision. That must have been really hard to, yeah. to not know what to do and then to be like, oh, my God, <clears throat> the sand's almost gone and I've got to make this decision by the end of, you know, certain time. So. Yeah. And the guy, I was still seeing him. Okay. So he was still fine. It was same old, like, he didn't pressure me. He didn't keep asking me, like, what are we going to do? He would always call me, text me, you okay, eat um, Oh, so it felt yeah he was still being there he was being supportive so i do give him reins for that it was just like everything else was just like is what i wasn't getting so i was just like why is no one giving me the answer why is no one telling me what i need to do apart from your dad, <laughs> my dad. so i think i ran out for my dad because he called my mom i hate telling my mom Oh, so you didn't even tell your mum. No. He told your mum. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And like, so just so we can get an idea of the dynamic, what's your mum and dad's relationship like? Do they talk often? No. 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 So, so it was like, he's trying to just like. He was snitch. desperate. Yeah. He's like, come <laughs> on. So if you don't mind, I just didn't have to tell my mum. Me and him one day were talking, and I think like the stuff I was saying to him, he was obviously just not hearing it because he was just like, what are you doing? Make a decision and stick to it. and it should be this decision. So I don't want to hear anything else. Basically. Yeah, yeah. So they're not saying like, but my grandma kept saying to me, she's like, listen, at the end of the day, do what you want. You can consider what you're saying, but this is your baby mm-hmm. and it's your child. Do not feel like you need to end this because of how that is feeling. That's his business. She said, he's not going to be crying about it when the baby's here. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to either suck it up or he's not. And then it's still going to be you and your baby, so. mm-hmm. which I I was like, okay, I hear that, but it's more to consider than it's just my baby. When the baby comes, the baby's not going anywhere. The baby's going to be mine forever, and I need to be responsible for this baby forever. And I don't believe in eighteen years and mm-hmm. until they move out forever. I feel like this. I brought you into this world. I need to be there a hundred percent. And I didn't have that 100%. Like, I didn't have it for myself. I couldn't have it for a baby as well. So he told my mum. And in all of this time as well, I was moving. So I was trying to find someone to live. So then the same day that um, he told my mum, I got a call from where I live. I said, we've got somewhere available. You can come even today. So I was like, okay. I've got to call my mom because all my stuff's at her house. So I called my mom and she didn't say anything to me on the phone. 
but she was like standoffish on the phone like yeah hello okay have you got anything to say and I was like mom like I'm coming to you because I need to I didn't say anything then I got to her and we were fine because even when we're fine we can bicker and argue and then not talk for like five minutes and we can be fine straight after so even though she knew what I was like getting up to she wasn't being horrible at the same time mm-hmm. so I went there I spoke to her a little bit she did she bring it up when you got there yeah so she was like what have you got to tell me so she didn't want to tell me that she that your dad snitched yeah well she, but I knew <laughs> I was like you so good to my dad I don't know <laughs> and then um because he told my auntie that he spoke to my mom uh, I'm like, okay. oh, and then your auntie snitched on him and told you so she was like, oh, just tell me. And I told her. And then she obviously was like, oh, who, what's going on? What are you doing? Blah, blah. Like, what? Because I tell her near enough everything. And we just come up like, she doesn't even know that I'm seeing someone. Yeah. So like, sure. Yeah. So she's just like, what is going on? Like, you would normally tell me if you're seeing someone. Yeah. And even if it's just something small and fun, I would still tell her. So, and I think it's just the person who they were and their age as well, where I was a bit... How much older than you? They weren't that much older, I don't see. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing anyone that's listening, that is probably quite a bit older. <laughs> um, And they were from, like, the same area as well. Okay, so, so she probably knew. They were, they definitely knew. Because she was just like, what is going on? Like, come on. And... Considering this, like we were literally moving me somewhere that, bearing in mind, if I had this baby, I wouldn't just live there. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, okay. it was just a lot of things to consider. Like, I didn't have a stable place to stay. Yeah, I'm moving somewhere, but if I move here, this is still just temporary. If I carry on, I can't stay here while I'm pregnant for some of weeks. I have to move. I'm, I'm going to get somewhere straight away. And I'm going to get somewhere that's in the same town and they're gonna put me far away just temporarily like what's really gonna happen so I moved my mom was fine with me in the end but I just said to her like, I don't know what's what to do like I'm just still she was like really like she was like shot like you're really considering like not she wasn't like do this she asked me but then when I gave her an answer that like, I'm not sure she was just like oh really like I thought you would know what you're gonna do and she thought that would be my dad's option. So, and actually that day as well, I collected the um, package that he had sent me, which had the abortion pills. Gosh, you had a lot going on in one day. I haven't realised until now that I've actually learned all about this. All so you had here. that, you got the keys to your place, and your mum, the, the bomb was dropped on your mum. Yeah, my mum, then from there, didn't really speak to my dad. Is that because you was upset that he told your mum? Yeah. Okay. And because we had a little thing um, that day as well. Then I moved. Okay. Um, Pressure day then. Yeah. I moved. And I'm sure I just went to say to my friend, I think after that, and I took the, the pills with me. And so this is now actually approaching the end. So this is where I started to really consider what's going on. And then the guy, obviously, I told him, like, I'm not going to, I don't know what to do, but this is what everyone else has told me. This is how I'm feeling. This is what I want to do with my life. Mm. 
I'm not gonna do it like what I don't know what to do like give me some guidance so he sat me down and he was like don't take anything I'm saying in a horrible way I'm just talking because he wanted to speak to you so he spoke and he basically said at the end of the day children are a blessing you don't always plan for them but you can't like hold them to like my like, it was my choice to mm. go out and be irresponsible mm-hmm. but you can't I can't hold that child to that and blame them so he was like that's the one part the second part is you and me haven't been seeing each other for long we don't know each other entirely so well and I've also got other children and he was like the last one sounds horrible but it is something to consider mm. he was just he would just break it down for me, really, and just like saying, this is my life, and this is what I'm also going through, and I'm trying to keep up with me, trying to change, and this is what you're doing, and this is how your life is going to entail, and what's going on now, just weigh this stuff up, so after that, I thought, I was like, okay, I think I know what I need to do now, okay. so after that, I was like, okay, you know what, let me stop messing around, stop playing with this idea in my head let's just get to it and be an adult about this so I just sat back and I thought okay this is this is happening so I knew in my head that I'm going to carry on just considering how my dad was being I'm not gonna lie was scared that I was gonna lose him um not like it sounds major but just, just how I was feeling. Because obviously... It probably was major yeah. at the time. And you, yeah. being pregnant, with your hormones all over the place. It's like being a teenager yeah. again. And, it was you know. like, I was actually thinking so much crazy things. I really thought, like, if I carry on to do this, I'm not going to know my dad. My child's not going to know my dad. Then what? Then I've lost a big chunk of my life. Can't put it into my child's life. Like, mm-hmm. it's just going to... I felt like it was just going to be so too messy. Then I considered bringing up a child of a man that has children already with someone else. He's done this already with someone else. My child's now going to have to have half siblings. Not that that matters, I've got half siblings, but mm. it's just a lot. It is a yeah. lot sometimes. In a different household as well. I think sometimes it makes a big difference growing up in separate households. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It does. So I just had to think about all of that stuff. I looked at my my friend and her baby obviously the good stuff about like how my auntie was being how excited she was how like much preparation she was ready to put in for this journey was so good and my grandma was planning to come for like she was like when are you going to be G? I'm going to come for birth. Oh, like, bless. all this stuff was just good to hear but I was like you know what I've got plans and I want to be somewhere and I want to study and I can't be studying while feeding a baby or picking up toys and this stuff like I've got to focus on myself and where I'm going to be and get there before I think about all this other fairy tale stuff even though it's here right now and somewhat God's plan is given to me I've got to make a decision to where I'm going to take this plan so I was at my friend's house and I didn't actually tell anyone that I was going to start the process. Okay. When I read the box, it came with like a few leaflets um, about the pill, about 
aftercare, taking after the instructions of what to do. And it had one pill that you take, that's day one. And then on either day two or three, you take the rest of the pills. And I think it was, how many? Six pills for the second part. Okay. And then there was also a pregnancy testing that I had to take um, like a few weeks after to make sure everything is how it yeah. should be. Because if you're still pregnant, that means there could still be stuff left over. Yeah. So I said to my friend, I was like, I think I've told her before that like, I'm thinking about this is what I want to do now. It's just about doing it. Like the box is just following me around. Everywhere I went, I'll go to my auntie's house and I'll bring the box with me. Oh, okay. Like, in case I just stay there and then I think about let me do this now, I'm ready. So, I was just chilling in my in my friend's room with her in her new house as well. So she moved in that time. And I just opened the box and I just took the the, the tablet. Okay. How did you feel then when you did that? I just felt so nonchalant. I didn't even think anything. I just took it and she was right next to me. But she was like, what did you just take? And I looked at her and I was like, I showed her. She was like, you didn't even like, she felt like I needed to give her a warning. She was like, <laughs> you didn't even tell me, like, you'll warn me. And I was like, I don't know, like, I just needed to do it. So. Well, you had the courage to just do it there. Yeah. Then. And that's when I, I took my chance that, because I knew if I waited five minutes, I was like, you know what, let me just wait. Let me just see how I feel later. So I did it. And then that same night, I went to my auntie's house. And I told her. And she literally looked at me and she was painting. And she just, like, literally looked at me and she was like, you did what? And she was like, no, you didn't. And I was like, yeah, literally, like, earlier today. And she was like, you didn't tell me. She was like, why did you do that? And I was like... She was secretly hoping. Yeah, and I was like, what do you, why? Like, why are you doing this now? Making you feel bad. Yeah, I was just like, oh, and then she was like, yeah, she was just like, why did you do that? And she couldn't believe it. She said, and looked to me, I thought you wanted to keep the baby, I thought you wanted to carry on. Like, look at you, I knew that's what you wanted to do. She was like, you didn't want to do that. And then I was just like, was there any any truth in what she was saying? After thinking about it, I was like, damn, she knows. Because I knew in the back of my head, like, I'm happy with keeping keeping this baby. If my dad said to me, you know what, do it and I'm going to support you. I will support you. And obviously, when I was considering my auntie, she would also tell me, like, at the end of the day, you don't have to live, but you can get somewhere. They will put you somewhere. Mm-hmm. You can get this help, get that help. I will help you. Your mum has a small child. So she's got clothes if you need them. Your friend's got a baby. I've I've had a baby like not recently, but I'm sure I've got those baby stuff, all this stuff, and the support was there. If I had all that from everywhere, I probably would have carried on. Like I probably would have had a baby, but Aww. it's just thinking about my circumstances and where I wanted to be. That's what led me to my decision. But yeah, she was just really shocked. But she was just like, okay, so what's next? What do we have to do next? And then I told her that I need to just take the other pills. Either to the next day or the day after. And then she was like, okay. She recommended to take it the next day just to try and do it as soon as possible, not to yeah. leave. Because I was already having like some pain from I was going to say, what was the effect like? How did it feel physically? Yeah, it did feel cramps, just like what I was having in the pregnancy, anyways. Because so as, as I said, I didn't feel that ill during the pregnancy. I just it was just with food a little bit and that's it really everything else was fine I was just being me 
So yeah, just a bit of a belly ache. And then I stayed there. And then the next day, I went to my friend's house to pick up the package. Because I left it there. I wasn't going to stay at Marty's house. I left oh, it at my okay. friend's house. And then I went to my granddad's. So I'm just going everywhere. At this point, I haven't told anybody. I haven't told my granddad. But my granddad knew. And I think it was my dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. That just he wasn't because <laughs> yeah. he's was trying to tell he's, he's telling you to do one thing, but they can tell yeah, everybody anyway. That's what I didn't get. Because I was like, I don't know if you want everyone to just tell me not to do it. That's why you tell everyone. But you also tell everyone, which is defeating the whole purpose yeah. of just dealing with it internally. So I went to get the pill, and I was also looking up on the internet how to reverse an abortion. Because oh. I was like, what have I done? Like I made, I felt like I made a decision too quick. Like I felt like I was running out of time because you can only have a medical abortion up to ten weeks, I think. And I think I was about eight, just over eight. Okay. So I was like, I've got like two weeks, less yeah. than two weeks. I need to. Yeah. And I was looking on the internet, reading forums about reversing the abortion if you can go to hospital and if they can do something. Mm. like or just don't take the rest of the pills like I was because actually look at it, and it was kind of scary because it was like obviously I've read that you could have an abortion and it could not work and yeah. I'm still happy pregnant and have the baby and there can be defects so I was thinking what defect would I have if I did actually try and reverse this after I've taken this pill yeah so I was just like you know what let me just carry on not that I can change anything now but let me just deal with it so went from my friend's house to my granddad's and I went in, and then obviously my granddad knew, and I could tell they knew, but they didn't call me beforehand, so I didn't know how they were going to take it and how they felt about it. And then they mentioned it, and I was just like, yeah, this is what it is. And I told them, like, what I was trying to do and what I started. And my, my granddad's wife, she looked at me and she was like, what? Like, she literally could not believe that I just said that to her. And she literally was like, mm -hmm. and she was like, I can't believe she, I don't even want to hear anything. She's like, I don't want to hear it. And my granddad was like, I've really just found out. What are you talking about? And I was like, this is the, I was like, this is what I mean. Like, I'm like, it's a lot. And I was like, yeah, my dad told you, mm -hmm. but I don't really know why, because this is what he wanted as well. So that's really that must have been really overwhelming for you yeah it was a lot to take in because i was like i'm hearing this on one side this on the other side someone's not giving any side because they don't really care um not that they don't care but they don't really care what my decision is it's it was big it. Bite, yeah. yeah so he was just like he wasn't happy and then i was like yeah well i'm competing today yeah it's true um, yeah i was like today is the day that i'm going to carry on and take the rest of the pills and I was like I put it here explained to them my granddad got it but he didn't at the same time he's a man so he was just like mm -hmm. and he was more worried about the fact that I was doing it in his house oh my god <laughs> he was like why have you come to my house to do this <laughs> he was trying to make jokes so I went to the toilet and I read the leaflet the rest of the leaflet so the rest of the pills the six you have to take two first so you can either you can either swallow the pills or you can insert them okay i chose to insert them because i didn't want to be sick okay i just don't want to risk throwing up the pills so i just done that and then you have to wait for i think it's like two hours i think then you have to do the rest so i've done it 
and you said your grand, your grand still my granddad's yeah I just ate like a bowl of soup or something just before and I was just chilling slight pain as usual it was just the same and then it started kicking a little bit more like the pain was growing mm. never felt pain like this in my life either yeah um, <laughs> then I took some paracetamol and I done the rest of them and then the pain literally went from zero to 100 I didn't even remember the change I just remember feeling like oh my gosh I need to go and lay down because this is like crippling mm. pain. Um, like cramps, stomach cramps. With yeah. Like no breaks, just constant. Constant. And when I was talking to one of my dad's old friends, came over to my granddad's and I told her what was going on. It was her birthday as well. And I was so, so told her what was going on. And she wasn't happy as well. And she wasn't happy with my dad of how he dealt with it and she mm. was like I don't like that he done that because mm. it's just not fair and then yeah so she wasn't happy but she actually helped me throughout like getting through that painful passing of the baby mm. so I didn't really know what was happening and she basically explained to me I don't know if she's fully correct she's not a doctor you're basically miscarrying and you're basically you forced your body to miscarry mm. so your body is literally contracting the baby out. Those contractions, yeah, yeah quote unquote, were it was so much, and I literally was like, if I knew it would be like this, I wouldn't have done it. And I said that while I was in pain, on the floor, on all fours, said if I knew this pain, I would have, I regret it. I li- I literally said in those moments, I regret this. Oh, yeah, that breaks my heart. Yeah, it was really. To just feel it as well, and it was just every ten minutes I'm getting up and going to the toilet and sitting on the toilet, passing whatever's coming out, going back, laying down, hot water bottle, I'm feeling hot and cold. I'm literally mm-hmm. taking off a robe, putting it back on. I'm shivering when I'm like wrapped up in a blanket and a robe. It was just, it was a weird experience. It was really weird, and I just felt like this is so unnatural. It's not nice, is it? I really can't imagine. I can't imagine having to go and to, yeah you're forcing your body to go for it so it, it's even worse it's like I've been induced where they bring on my labor yeah. and they say that can be much more painful than natural labor because you're forcing your body to do something that it's not naturally doing yeah so it was just it just really felt just unnatural it didn't feel like this is what should be happening especially with the thoughts I already had it was just making me regret everything I can, um, like, when I have a period, I can chill with the, um, my cramps. I don't really mm. take medication. I don't take paracetamol. Especially in my period, I just have a hot water bowl or some tea. And I'll be all right. I'll be able to firm them. This was not comparable at all. It was literally, my granddad was freaking out. He didn't know what was oh, going on. I know, I'm bad now. Like... Like, I'm glad you was at your granddad's house or someone's house where you yeah. had support. And I would say I would have been at my auntie's house, but she went to work that okay. night. She went to work. I didn't want to be around my friend just because she had a baby as well. I just yeah. didn't want to. I'm sure she probably. I don't know where she was that day actually. And the guy he was at work, but he knew I was doing it that day, but I didn't warn him. I just smashed him. Was like to the pill. Okay. And then he was like, like he just sent me his little message and just whatever he said. 
Yeah, and then my granddad called my auntie just to tell her what's going on, and she was like, call her mom. She said, I feel like you should call her mom. I said, she's like, mm-hmm. she's blocking it out, and she needs her mom. Mm-hmm. So everything passed, and the pain went away. Literally, as soon as everything passed, the pain stopped. But it was just like, I could still feel it, but it wasn't tender. It was just, yeah, it was just tender. Like, I could feel the mm-hmm. pressure that was there. But the pain actually stopped and everything, I believe, came out. My mum picked me up. I went there. She was there. She looked after me. And then... Did anyone give you a hug? Um, let me think. My... I don't know when I left. I don't know when my mum gave me a hug. Well, we're not really like that anyways, but no. I hope someone gave you a hug. My, my dad's friend gave me a hug because she was, like, rubbing my back. Like, mm-hmm. she was in it. She was literally, like, she felt it for me. Yeah, I don't know if gave me a hug. And I don't think she wanted to, like, put it too much out there because obviously my siblings were there as well. Okay. And, like, they could see I was in pain. Like, I didn't, they would look, look, look at me like, what's going on? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I went home, went to my mum, sorry. And she let me sleep in her bed. She made me food. Looked after me the whole lot. And then the next day I just went home. Actually, I didn't go home. I went to a friend's house the next day. I literally just got up and left in the morning. No one was in the house. No one was going to work. Okay. Kids were going to school. And I went out. And I actually went out for the day. I ended up at my friend's house in the evening. But I went out for the day and I went out with the guy. Okay. Even though my body went through something so traumatic, with me, I don't care what I go for. I could still get up and do my thing. I couldn't just go out of hospital. If I feel good enough to go out to town, I'm going to do that. So... I got up, just put on my pads, just like felt like a little period, and carried on. And I was just like, hmm, like this is a bit weird now. Like, although I wasn't having so many symptoms of pregnancy, I didn't feel pregnant anymore. Like okay. it felt very different. So when I just had our time, so I had to eat, and then I went to my friend's house that evening. Yeah, that was it. I feel like that was the end of that period of like Did you ever speak about it again? Like did you speak to your dad about it again? Um me and my dad actually didn't talk for a while after that. Oh, he said he didn't did he did he did he was that your choice? Did or did he try to talk to you? No, he didn't. And I didn't okay. try either. Because I was being very stubborn. I wasn't happy with how he went about things like the last Mm. like the last conversation I had to him I felt like I shouldn't be the one to I mean him we get along but there's some background stuff that could be ironed out so it's a bit here and there sometimes but afterwards I felt like I'll be fine and I feel like I was just ignoring what I did literally I just put it to the back of my head mm-hmm. still going out doing this I was still seeing the guy as well still seeing him and then reality started to kick in and I was like, I cannot believe what I've done. I think it was as well as the fact that what I missed out majorly is at the same time as me being pregnant, one of my friends from school, I'm really close with still, she was pregnant also at the same time. Ah, okay. So, did you know that she was pregnant? Yeah. Oh, okay, you did then. Yeah, and um, she now has a... Always touch your mic. She now has a form of gold. And she carried on. So we were literally two weeks apart. So how 
How do you feel when you see her baby? I feel happy. I don't really think, now I don't feel like think anything of it, but before, because we were speaking, I was like, okay, we're both going to do this. Because obviously I was in two minors still, so mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, we're both going to do this. We'll live together. We, she knew. was like, we spoke about this in school, like, this is crazy. We're mm-hmm. literally going to give birth at the same time. So she knew, but she was also going through her stuff with the baby's dad. He was still both in two minds, and then obviously I didn't carry on, but she did. But she had an abortion that year already. Ah, okay. From the same her same boyfriend, but they just weren't ready. And then obviously later on in the year, okay. she felt pregnant. So her so, circumstances were different. Yeah, so now she was like, she didn't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. Which I also said, said yeah, yeah, which I also said, I was like, I don't think I would, I want to be more careful so I don't have to do this again. Yeah, it's not yeah. a form of contraception. Yeah, no. So she carried on and that was that after my abortion a few days later my auntie's daughter who me and her used to be really close when we were younger and then as a grown-up people change like even when you think they don't they can't change people change mm. we don't really speak anymore and she knew that i was pregnant because my auntie told her and my auntie like told her how my dad was being and she didn't take a step to speak to me in okay. that time but she told my auntie don't let her do it because she's like because she had one previously when she was quite young but she was like don't let her do it like even though my circumstances was when I was younger I don't think she should do it like she's gonna regret she said don't make her do it which my auntie did tell me she said I think she shouldn't yes um so so your cousin, so your cousin told cousin you not to do it told me not to do it yeah and I was like when I heard her say that I was kind of like in two minds I was like this is my cousin who I was really, very close with. So do I take her advice or do I carry on? But obviously, there were so many other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. And because I actually didn't speak to her, it didn't mark in my head. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I spoke to my yeah. granddad as well, that maybe have marked in my head about how he felt and what he wanted. Do you know yeah. what I mean? His, everyone's opinion mattered to me at that time. But she didn't speak to me. So that didn't really have an impact on how I felt. And then after literally like a couple of days later i was at my granddad's house and my auntie was like i was pregnant and i was like oh okay and i kind of had an idea that she was just because of what my auntie was saying to me and we were trying to work it out because we were like what if she's pregnant as well but and then it kind of felt even more upset because i was like she's pregnant and she didn't speak to me and i felt like she would have known that she was pregnant because of the time and like when she said that she was pregnant she was only a small amount of weeks so i was like she probably knew because her period hasn't come mm. so i just felt so shocked that she came out and said that it's no one's fault it's not something you can always prepare for and it's not a curse it's a blessing it's a baby but i just felt like wow i've just done this and all this stuff is happening around me and i felt so like really 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 low mm, i really can imagine low really low my family were um they seemed fine compared to what I got like from my dad and my mom um they seemed fine her and her boyfriend planned it they planned it because it happened before and they were open to it so they kind of planned it okay then Marty was fine with it she was prepared to see as you can see what she was like buying her she literally bought everything her dad wasn't very happy just because she didn't get to finish her studies. So he wasn't happy with that. But everyone else was fine. Everyone else was fine. My dad called her little so-and-so. 
but he didn't get onto her that much. Okay. Not as much. It's different though, because it's not yeah. his daughter. So the circumstances are a bit different. Yeah. And I just felt it was just still I just felt like she still got a different reaction to me. And I don't know if that's because of the circumstances, which I can understand, but it was just still like, why wasn't it equal? A little bit resentful, a little Yeah. So when I heard that, I was literally, I just wanted to disappear. Mm-hmm. I don't even think about it. I don't think about what she's done. Don't think about anything. Yeah, I just wanted to disappear when I found out that I just wanted to just go. Yeah, it must have been really go. hard. And especially if you were, you know, having some regrets and things of what what you've done, and then to hear that. And yeah. It was, especially uh, so close to home. She offends one thing, but... Yeah, and my cousin messaged me as well and the message was after the abortion it was a, i think the same day i found out or the day before i found out that she was pregnant okay. also she told them like the day before or the two days before and that's when she messaged me so when i heard that and the message that i got from her i felt the message was quite i don't know if it passive aggressive is the right word but it was just along the lines of hey i heard what happened and i heard what you've done i said you should have done it because I don't feel like this was the right decision for you, but you did it anyway. So yeah, if you need me, I'm here. What? Because I'm your co- like, because I'm your cousin. But if not, then okay, cool. So I know how you are. Bear in mind, we don't really speak. So when I got sent that, I was like, oh, yeah. oh. so I was like, yeah, this is all just playing a bit too. It's all too coincidental. That's strange. So then I wasn't happy. After that, I ran to my friend. That same night we went to the cinema and I ran to her and I was just like, can you believe this? I said, look at this. I said, look how everyone acted towards me and this is what they're, they're standing for. And when I told them the message, they didn't feel like it was how I felt like the message was sent and how it came across. They were like, oh, well, she messaged you. Like, mm-hmm. oh, don't worry, she won't message you again then if that's the case. I definitely can't take it. I was like, I'm not taking it anyway, but she, why did she wait? Why did she wait to message me? I said she could have messaged me two weeks ago and changed my whole decision. Do you know what I mean? Like, what if her opinion or her voice, her insight was something I needed to just be like, okay, you know what, I'm going to do what I actually want to do. Do you think, let me ask you a question. Do you think that her opinion alone could have had that impact on you? Or do you think the reaction from the family could have changed if she was if you knew she was in it you weren't in it alone yeah okay yeah so I feel like if she would have messaged me and I wouldn't say just told me her situation but shown me like at the end of the day it's fine like it's fine just breathe it's fine because I know how she is and I know and she knows me we know each other like we know a side of each other that no one else in the family knows because of how close we used to be mm-hmm. so I felt like she just not that she owed it to me but it was just like come on where was that like and now where do we go from here because are we ever going to have that again you couldn't you it was like if she didn't message me that message after then like then it might have been a bit different but mm-hmm. because I got the message and then I got the news just after what I'd done it was just like whoa what is she trying to do <laughs> to me like she's just everything I was thinking was just about her the message put me off it made me feel some type of way because I made a decision for myself and I got made to feel like it wasn't the right decision and then she come out and was like well I made the decision that you didn't make mm. do you know what I mean yeah 
and then she was she's also my younger cousin everyone took it fine yeah so it just played a big part in my regret it just made it grow and grow and then another auntie at the time in the same part of the family she had a baby and so everyone was around the baby you know I didn't have any resent towards the baby I don't feel any type of way like with the situation but it was just a lot because it was like everyone's forgotten and everyone's moving on and I'm holding my little cousin or I'm excited for my little cousin who's having a baby all this stuff or all these babies around me but everyone's forgotten about mine mm-hmm. why is no one asking me are you are you all right yeah I like did nobody do on? that did no one take the time to check in and make sure you're okay my friend would because she would obviously my best friend she, we would speak every day so mm-hmm. she knows if I'm feeling some type of way or da, 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 she would know or she would just ask me because she was my friend but like my family it's like they lost focus on certain things or it just didn't become important anymore because it was already dealt with mm. it was that so my auntie didn't really ask about it she's not the type of person to like be like i could talk to her but she's just she's the type of person she'll do something and then move on or something would happen and then yeah okay it's happened whatever have you ever tried to talk to anybody about maybe because maybe they think that you didn't want to talk about maybe they thought it might be better not to bring anything up that often is the case of people they're scared to say Um, say anything yeah so I did hear that I don't know who said that to me but I've never liked going and speaking to it first like about it first so that's a catch-22 yeah the guy I didn't really speak to him about it like a lot like I felt like we've got to speak about it more but I don't know if that's just me because I'm in touch with my feelings and mm-hmm. speaking about things and letting it out, especially with people that I'm involved with because how are we going to be involved if we don't know? Yeah, yeah good. Especially with that. things like that because we're both involved in this. But as I said, we were still seeing each other. I was speaking to my friend and she knew the regrets that I had. She knew how angry I felt about the situation, about how my family were acting. Yeah, so she knew. And I also spoke to a professional good um it wasn't planned so um it was just some program that um was available to me and you get like 12 weeks to speak to somebody one session every week um just speak about anything really (laughs) anything you want just um that counseling every time we would go into these sessions like the first if you want to say at least five I was feeling it and I would tell her how I feel and tell her what's going on and tell her my regrets and tell her what I think about when I'm alone and what ifs and I would think about those what ifs every day like I would literally sit back and be like I would literally have a bump right now yeah that's it you'd, you'd count the stages wouldn't you yeah I would have had my scan my first scan already in a few mo- weeks or months I'd be finding out what I'd be having it was just everything I'd think about and then I also became obsessed with the idea of not getting pregnant but when is it going to happen to me again? When am I going to have this opportunity again? And obviously, yeah, I don't want to... That panic as well. Kind of. Yeah, it was just like, oh my gosh, like, was this just a one-time thing? What's this going to happen to me again? Just everything. Um, apparently, I'll see in the guy. It wasn't best relationship because men can be men. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I was still there. Still just doing my thing. But I felt like I needed... Not needed him, but we shared... I shared something with him and I didn't have... He's attached to it. Yeah, it was like a trauma bond mm-hmm. type of, but I think he didn't feel 
that what I felt because it's different. Like he didn't grow with it. He wasn't there. I think about every day. Like it can slip his mind. Yeah, yeah. Me, it can't. It's not slipping my mind. Like mm. I'm feeling to drink water. And I'm like, I can't really want to drink a sip because I just feel I don't feel straight even with a sip of water. Like any little thing would result back to me being pregnant. So I didn't really speak to him about it. it wasn't really there. But those counseling sessions helped me. They helped me just realize what I wanted and realize that I could have had it with different decisions and making a decision but I made this decision for me and I need to realize and keep reminding myself why I made this decision Mm -hmm. the big hard decision that I made I needed to remember why and like where I'm going to go now Mm -hmm. so I made that decision to carry on with studies and hope to be here in the future and hope to find someone that wants to commit to me marry me make a family just different circumstances and that's kind of what helped me like she would give me like a little homework to go back and just think about this she would even tell me you know what try and speak to him try and speak to the guy and see how you feel only if you're ready and you want to just say just put something out there see what he replies back with and then you can go from there and say how you feel and say and I did actually get to speak to him I had like one solid conversation mm. about it which I felt was satisfying enough and I think it did help me just establish that what happened happened but I said I still feel like regret because I'm so upset about it. I'm not gonna lie I wanted that and I was like I wanted that with you like not solely with you but it was me and you so yeah, it was just happy for that situation to evolve to like that yeah he also told me his feelings he said yeah even though I gave you a choice and I gave you pros and cons to each choice that's gonna sound crazy he said he wouldn't have been mad if I turned around and said well you know what I'm just gonna stick to it and carry on with the pregnancy or if I just you know how some girls just will shut off and not say nothing I don't know what I'm gonna do and just carry on and then later on you know what I'm still pregnant yeah, yeah, he said he would have been cool, and I was just like, yeah. yeah so how that make you feel? Yeah, because I was thinking, okay, if he's telling me this now, if he told me this before, what would that have been? And at first, I was like, why would he not tell me that before? Cause... So did he not say that to you before? Because I thought that... not directly. Okay, but he said like, it's obviously it was my choice. He said he had a thought in his head that if you just went, if I just went away, and then came back one day. And I was like, look, he would not have been mad. He would have been upset. He would have been angry, but he would have been happy that I actually just carried on and went along with the pregnancy. I don't know if it's contradicting anything, but I know that's what he felt after. Mm. And now he's telling me that. I don't know if that's still what he felt before, but he was like, he said it to me. That was the case. And he did. I would have been mad with you. And I would have been grateful for you bringing me a child. Did he say how he felt? That you didn't make that choice, you tell that made him feel. I don't think, from what I can remember, I don't think he did. I don't know if he done that to protect me in a way, to not make me feel some type of way, because he knew how I really felt. And yeah. I'm not making excuses, I was trying to think, like, yeah. if he knew that I felt bad about doing what I did done, I don't know if he wanted to comment on. I think that's also why he didn't bring it up first, speak about it, because he didn't know if I wanted to speak about yeah. it. Because I said to him also, I was like, everyone's forgetting about what I've done. Mm. Like, my family just carrying on and not saying anything. He said, do you know what it is? I think it was him that said to it, that people 
they might want to talk about it. And they might be scared. They might not want to tread and like, do you want to tread lightly? They don't want to upset you. Yeah, but just a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, say, even though you made the choice, you still have to, you've still gone through that grieving process. Yeah. That's, you, you lost a baby. And so you've still gone through that process. So you're still gonna you're gonna feel sad. You're gonna question if it was the right thing or if it was the wrong thing. I suppose what's important now is how you make it count. Yeah, obviously I grieve. I grieve there was times where I'd literally just cry and I'd feel so upset. Like why would I do this to myself? I could have been here within myself and been content with my decision and carried on, like regardless of who is around me. I've still had my baby. They would have still been mine. But then I still think I'm still here now. I still have the opportunity to carry on. I can do what I want to do. And that's why now I've literally given myself no excuse. I'm studying, still working at the same time. Hopefully, apply to uni next year. But I'm still no, just, hopefully, you yeah, will be applying to uni. Like sticking to everything that every goal that I've set, I'm going to stick to the last time. I'm going to make it count. Good. and yeah and that one that will make you feel obviously there's gonna be moments where you're gonna feel that sadness mm-hmm. but it will make it, it'll, it'll make it count so you are you know you, you haven't done it in vain you've done it you had those reasons why you've done it and you've yeah. stuck to it so you've been committed to it and you and that that shows commitment to your baby at the same time yeah. by you committing to your goals and so you're still being committed to your baby. You're not done it in vain. And also you're considering what your baby's like. As I'm, I'm listening to you and you keep saying about this is you and it's your body and it's your baby. But actually what you have failed to mention is you have considered what kind of life you, you'd be able to give your baby mm-hmm. because you looked at your accommodation. You looked at your education. You looked at your finances. You looked at your relationship. Mm-hmm. You looked at your family dynamics, the support. So and you weighed it all up. And yeah. so you could see that you could create better opportunities for your child or for yeah. your family. Yeah, no, definitely. That's literally... And that's always been one thing that I've said, even though I've said I don't want to ever consider an abortion previously. I've always said that I want to have a solid foundation to bring a child into this world because this world is a horrible place. This world is cruel horrible it's cold outside so i need to have a foundation where i would be comfortable with myself and where my child would be comfortable yeah when you're bringing your child into a a loving warm environment yeah yeah basically well i think i think you're amazing actually and i think you should be very proud of yourself and i think whenever the next time as you find yourself in a situation i think because of what you've been through you you will definitely be able to make good choices but very informed choices, but yeah, that will yeah. be what you want yeah. without any influence yeah. from anybody else. I get that feeling that there's certain things you was very, very important, yeah. other people's opinions, yeah. but they may have affected you in a way that... Tainted, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. bit. So as you won't make that mistake again. No, definitely. Definitely not. Especially with, like, people's reactions after, like, I've told people... Some people have reacted fine. Not that they have had bad reactions, but like fine. They've been like, oh, okay, it's fine. Things happen. Like, well, I've done it. Or I know this one has done it. Or just like interested, like, oh, okay, like really, like this is what you've done. It's just a lesson. And I want to put it out there also because I didn't consider this as like grief or loss until I started looking into it and actually going deep into how I feel. 
because of what I'd done and when I'd done my research, I saw like how many organizations and services there are for people that have done this mm -hmm. and actually made the choice to do this. And then when you consider it, it's actually, it's just as big as losing a child, it's just as big as having a miscarriage because as well as it happening it's also your choice like yeah. although you're choosing to do it I'm not trying to undermine any other situation yeah you're, you're really not you're not undermining anything it's it's like I said it's still a loss yeah. even if you had some element of choice or control over that it's still a loss yeah. and the the fact that you you make that choice yeah. in literally a split second and once you've made it you can't, can't reverse, reverse it. You cannot reverse it. Yeah. So this is why, actually, I admire you so much for coming on here and talking about it. Because if anybody else is listening and they're in a similar situation and they don't know what to do, you've just give them a little bit of an insight of what that involves, what sort of things to think about, yeah. but also what it actually the reality of it yeah, is it's... what it involves because you can read all the leaflets like you yeah. you can read all the leaflets in the world and do as much research as you can know but you're never fully prepared to no, what's about okay. to come like when they offered me when BPAS offered me the counseling I actually didn't take it I took counseling obviously from what I was offered just at the time and it was at least a month after I done my done but the counseling from them I didn't take it but is actually useful like mm. you need those things and yeah. it's, it's good to have those things available yeah and i don't think that um there's no judgment there's no judgment here this here love life and loss mm. we're a safe zone yeah we're a comfortable safe place for people to tell their stories yeah, it's everyone's situation is different and one thing I, I really want you to go away with today is that we all make the best decisions that we can at the time with the knowledge that we have, yeah, we have. at that time. Yeah. Hindsight is a beautiful thing, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah, hindsight. hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. So anytime, if you ever regret anything, you ever have any doubts, remind yourself of that. You made the best decision that you could at that time yeah. with the knowledge that you had at that time. Yeah. Well, that's actually, there's a really true because I never thought, I never thought how I would feel. I had an idea, but it was nowhere near even beforehand going through the actual physical abortion, after the abortion, the difficult conversations. It's nothing what you imagine. Yeah, nothing you imagine. Yeah, and like I said, in, in situational baby loss, people rarely, rarely often react in the way that you expect them to. Mm -hmm. Or they people don't react because they don't know what to do. Yeah. So um, just... Just remember that, and anyone that's listening as well, that you can't predict these things, regardless of whichever way it goes, whichever the situation it is, you can't predict these things. But sometimes you use that, use your hindsight, because if there's certain things, certain conversations that you need to have, have yeah. them, because use your hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. But no, thank you. Thank you for coming and telling that story today, because I think it's a, I think it's a very powerful, powerful story, and you've. You've made yourself vulnerable by telling us this story. So thank you. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure You're there'll welcome. be plenty of people that will. You're welcome, guys. <laughs>